Welcome to Episode 5 of The Only Way Out is Through, where we explore everyday decision-making through personal stories of how people like you and me face our biggest challenges. I'm your host, Karen Purs. I'm glad you're here. I hope you've had a chance to listen to some of our other episodes by now. In earlier episodes, I talked to Carolyn about her college choice, to Durandal about his decision to start his own business, and to Dimitri about the soul-searching that led him to move to New York recently. All big decisions at pivotal moments in their lives and great conversations. So check out those episodes if you haven't already. I started the first podcast telling the story about a difficult decision I had to make for my dad. Today, I'm going to talk about one that I had to make for my mom. Maybe that's the theme this season, difficult decisions I've had to make for my parents. I have found these decisions much harder to make than the ones I've had to make for myself. One of the hardest decisions was whether and when to move my mom from an independent senior living apartment to a skilled nursing facility. A move to a nursing home isn't a decision anyone takes lightly. You could be sure my mom wasn't excited to give up her furniture, her high-rise view, or her one-bedroom apartment for a glorified hospital room. So how do we know it was time to move to a nursing home? In our case, several factors converged to make it more or less clear that it was time to move. The first was expense. As I was doing her taxes this year, I realized that we had crossed what I call the red line of home care when it became more expensive to care for my mom at home than in a nursing home. She needs help with many daily activities, and we have caregivers to help her. She also needs help managing medication and diabetes care, so we have nurses to help with that since home care workers aren't licensed to provide medical care. Add the well-being check several times a night, and the next thing you know, we were basically running a skilled care unit out of apartment 32L at great expense. The second thing was that While my mom had extensive care at home and she was medically stable, there were small changes this year that made me think it might be time to move to skilled care. She'd become less steady on her feet and a little less able to assist her caregivers with transfers. In March, she fell, and while she wasn't hurt, the fire department had to be called and help her up. It made me consider what would happen if she needed more than one person to help her move around the house. I knew for sure we weren't going to be able to manage that on our own. And the third is demand for skilled care in our area. So after a hospitalization in 2016 and the stress that dogged me through her recovery and eventual return home, I realized that her next move was going to be to a skilled care facility. So I researched communities in the area to see which ones might be a fit. I toured several, and I applied to the waiting list at one of them, thinking it couldn't hurt. There were five people on the waiting list ahead of us. One year later, there were four people on the list ahead of us. Another facility that we liked had a waiting list 12 deep. In our market, private pay, long-term, skilled care is not always available on demand. There are waiting lists. In some facilities, beds are reserved or prioritized for residents of the affiliated continuing care community, as they should be. If we needed to move in a hurry, I didn't really have a plan, and I didn't want to move in a hurry anyway. 
even with these signals, it wasn't completely obvious that skilled nursing was the right choice. One of my brothers thought assisted living might be an option. This was a nice idea because then she could be cared for in a more home-like setting. But would she even qualify for that? Assisted living facilities typically do an evaluation prior to qualifying someone to live there. The evaluation also determines what level of care someone needs. These communities have tiers of care with different services and different prices. These evaluations differ by facility and you probably won't get a straight answer on whether your parent is qualified or not without going through the process. Someone suggested a simple test to determine if someone is likely to be accepted to an assisted living facility. And that is to ask yourself this question, if there were a fire in your parents' assisted living facility apartment, would they be able to get to safety without help? This one question made it super clear to me that my mom was not going to qualify for assisted living. So once we knew we were going to a nursing home, I had to find one with availability. In our area, that narrowed options really quickly. The ones I liked close to my home didn't have any rooms available. So I decided to look outside the city near one of my brothers and some friends of my mother's. Once I relaxed the geographic constraint, I was able to find a place pretty quickly. This was a difficult decision in general. If I take a step back and I ask myself the questions that I ask the people I've interviewed here, what made this a difficult decision? A couple of different things. One, I knew that this wasn't what my mom would choose. She wasn't, this wasn't her preference. I also didn't know what options were available and I was unsure that it was the right time, though I knew it would be necessary eventually. Add to that the thought that I was putting my mom's very life in the hands of people I didn't know, and you have the makings of a really difficult decision. We had some choice on the timing of the decision because we weren't in crisis, but in some ways that added to the difficulty. Did we really need to right now? It turns out that even in this mode where I found something quickly, we still couldn't move in for 60 days. So I'm, I am glad that we made the decision when we did, but I did have that doubt for quite a long time about whether this was the right time. What helped make the decision was considering multiple alternatives like staying home longer with more help or moving to an assisted living instead of skilled nursing, even if that meant I had to hire help there, and pricing out each option. Once it was clear we needed a skilled nursing facility, it helped to have specific, narrow criteria to focus the search. Because that ended up producing no matches, or at least none that were available, we then broadened it by relaxing the geographic constraint. I've actually used a similar technique when looking for a job. I start by looking for my ideal, perfect role at a handful of specific companies, and then I broaden the search if I need to. The work in all of these cases is in defining the options and setting the criteria. The decision almost makes itself after that. Sometimes the work of figuring out the criteria, of defining what's important to you, can take a long time and be emotionally draining. Be patient with that. But once you have the guardrails in place, you can get creative about finding solutions. So that's how we made this difficult decision to move my mom to an assisted living facility. In a way, leaving her there that first day felt like one of the bravest things I've ever done. 
luckily it's turned out to be a good decision. She's safer, she gets more visitors, and she has things to do during the day besides watch TV. And at the time, it didn't necessarily feel like a perfect decision. It didn't feel like I was 100% certain it was the right timing. But because we knew it was an eventuality and because we'd noticed changes and because of the expenses were changing, all of those things that kind of gave us some clues that the time was coming led us to make this decision and take action even though we weren't 100% certain. So maybe that's something that you can take away. Thank you for joining me today. This has been episode five of The Only Way Out is Through, a podcast about everyday decision-making. I really hope you found this helpful. I have some practical tips on this topic at lifeinmotionguide.com. I'll link to that in the show notes, along with a link to recent research that illustrates how and why it's important to consider multiple options when making a decision. You can find the notes and all the other episodes at lifeinmotionguide.com. Until next time, take care.